You are now listening to Castle Black, the blackest Game of Thrones podcast in all of the realms. Castle Black is created by the For All Nerds team and is hosted by DJ Ben Amin, Tatiana Keen Jones, and Portia Patterson. Our show is edited and produced by DJ Ben Amin. Castle Black by For All Nerds is powered by our listeners. Everything we do from our podcasts, live events, website, and more are independently funded. Please continue to support us through our Patreon page at patreon.com slash for all nerds. Castle Black. So this is the seat of the night's watch. What's up, y'all, and welcome to another episode of Castle Black, the blackest Game of Thrones podcast in all of the realms, sponsored by the For All Nerds show. And as always, it's your boy, DJ Ben Amin, a.k.a. Ben Havdamines, the redemption of Recon, Draco Yargarian, a man has no shame, voice of the Urban Geek, little Twitter fingers, and does this bring you great joy? Sad. 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 No, that that last one brought nobody in here. Joy. No. You know, though. Maybe Sansa, she were here. If Sansa were here, she would have brought a lot of joy. Okay. True. If Liana Mormont was here, she mean mug you. And, you know, beaming into the spaceship, or not the spaceship, the. The wall. We're not at the wall anymore. We're not at the wall. We're at Winterfell in the yeah. fells. So. Me in the crypt. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Up in the ramparts with our man. No, not with Bran. With Santa. Yeah. Staying, yeah. Away Santa Bran. staying away from Bran. Uh, but yes, beaming into the ramparts is. Tatiana Keen Jones, Three Grand Duchess of Tech, also known as the Three Eyed Raven Simone, Toffee Baratheon, Lord of Lightsabers, and a girl has no other nicknames. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. And rounding out our original trio is... It's Portia Patterson-Hurst, a.k.a. the Maester of Disguise, a.k.a. the 3-8 Ravenclaw, a.k.a. Lady Mary Jane of Highgarden. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And the singing is coming in much crisp and clean tonight. Thank you to Brother Chris <laughs> on the audio. And we have a special guest sitting in here tonight. You know, I very much wish that... This brother was joining us on another episode because, <laughs> as we'll get into, well, yeah. But we do have a very special guest. I mean, writer extraordinaire, oh you know, all over the internet you see his Yikes. work. Let him know who you are, brother. This is Charles Pulliam Moore of ion9.com, a.k.a. Charles the Unbothered. That's yes. Right. Yes. Nice. Nice. Real simple nice. to the point. Yes. But, yeah, this episode was... um. 
Uh, I think this episode might have left you bothered. I don't, I mean, I don't know. I'm now completely unbothered. Yeah, sure. I, I, completely, I wish I was bothered. Yes. I wish I was hot and bothered and at all, you know, uh, excited about it. Like Arya was getting this episode, apparently. I mean, you know, even she seemed kind of bored, to be honest. It was, it was very perfunctory. She was like, we're about to die. Let's do this now. And then afterwards, she's sitting there staring in the space like, man, I could have had a V8. <laughs> she's like, this is what everyone's been talking about? Like, okay, this this is, this is I'm about to die, and this is the best you... I should have found Padraig. Right, she's like, where's Padraig at? Where is Padraig? Let me know. Come on now. Thank you, As Ben. I mean, I hope up... you get that sponsorship, yo. <laughs> As she pulled up that burlap sack in the basement. Oh, she just found, magically found. But yes, folks, um, you know, we're going to get into it. This is Castle Black, the blackest Game of Thrones podcast in all the realms, and this is season eight, the final season Folks, there's only four episodes after this one. And this was, the title of this episode was... Disappointment. Oh. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow, early. Early. That's what it felt like to me. I'm, mm. I'm not sorry. Episode two of season eight. I, I, I don't know the title. I don't know. I'm looking. There's still Winterfell. It was, you know, the last episode was Winterfell. Thank you to everybody listening out there who subscribed to us on the For All Nerds channel. You know, season eight, episode one was popping off. You know, it was really popping on the Internet. It's got all kind of love from y'all out there. I don't know how I'm really feeling about episode two. I mean, it's just interesting that so many of you guys have this uh, air of disappointment. I, I actually had a great time in the fact that it was an episode filled with reunions, filled with kind of some resolutions, filled with planning for the future or planning for that night considering they believe they're not going to have a future. So I know we're going to get into all the details, but I actually really enjoyed this episode. But I mean, like, that was what episode one was supposed to be. I thought, you know, everyone, you could hear the soft focus music in the background. It's like, oh, <laughs> all of my friends are here. You made it. Oh, yeah. great. So the reason why it was so sad is because it was called The Calm Before the Storm. Oh, Jesus. So literally, oh, we're sitting literally here bored, watching the paint dry. But I mean, that the thing is, that's fine, right? That's fine. I personally would have appreciated something to kind of counterbalance the, I'll just call it what it was, like the boring human element of this, like, of this episode. Literally intersperse this episode with just like shots of where the White Walkers are. Yes. So we have that one. Yes. Like, I don't even need to, they don't need to be just doing anything. Show them like running? Just walking. Yeah. Like, not, like it's like, it's that, that thing that makes Romero zombies scary, right? Yeah. You always know where they are. And we were talking about it while we were watching it. There's that one moment in the beginning where Bran is like, through my psychic connection, to the Night King. I know that he is going to be somewhere nearby. Never did he, he was never like, okay, here's when he's going to be here. He's like, right. soon, soon. But literally, he did the same thing for Jamie. Like the last episode, he was like, a, a friend is coming. Right. So he literally sat outside in Winterfell all day, all night, and then the next day, mm -hmm. and then he saw Jamie. But I'm like, dude, you knew that you were going to see Jamie during the daylight, so you could have just went inside right. during the night and right. chilled. Well, so well, I feel the same way about Night King. Well, Bran is a creeper, so that's on brand for him. But um, <laughs> interestingly, though, I, I think it's also important to remember that there's... Granted, the episodes are going to be longer, but there's only six episodes, so they're going to draw out the things that we invariably may find boring. They're going to draw out the human element. They're going to, as you said, you felt like this happened already in episode one, but it wasn't 
fully realize until this episode all of the interactions and all of the arrivals because there were some new arrivals this episode as well so if anything they're just stretching this out because it's such a short season that's true but i just feel like this this really did feel like part two episode like episode part one two. part two right Agreed. and if this Agreed. had been now honestly if this if if, if um, hbo had cut out or blocked out two hours for yeah. the premiere and this would have been you know the end of it i'd be like you know what great we got all that shit done now we can sort of get into the meat and potatoes of it which doesn't necessarily have to be um like a battle i'm all for like the complicated politics that still have to be worked through but all of this like all right brianne now you're a knight it's like y'all are about to die (laughs) (laughs) there are ice zombies with a dragon get up brian was saying that last episode he literally was like time's up yeah (laughs) time's up we gotta go like we're running like the clock, the y'all. Let's go. Was, let's put the boy in the wheelchair out into the open, and hopefully the zombie king will come, and then we'll kill the zombie king, and it's all going to go away. The fact that that's pretty much their only plan says to me, like, oh, y'all just not thinking about this very much. Like, all right. Like, y'all had all this time to sit there and think about it. Right, And right, literally, right. Your best, that's your plan, and y'all just came up with it. Like, y'all haven't been <laughs> all then, working under a guy's plan. the fire. It's hot crap. <laughs> and let the black people get, get have racism put on them by little kids and then talk about, you know what? F this place. Dirty white children. F Western. <laughs> <laughs> they said, oh, ew. So right. should we, so we, should like, we start, start at the top? Black people. Should we start at the top? <laughs> I, I guess we should start at the top. <laughs> yeah. You know, because you were the only one who seemed to thoroughly enjoy True, and episode. I want to I hear the case for this. How, how, let's see, how did we begin? So we started off. With the semi-trial of the hero of the story. Oh. We started out with Danny reading Jamie and Tyrion for filth. That's how we started out the episode. That's true. Yeah, I, I don't I don't know if she really read them for filth as much as for, like... What, truth? <laughs> yeah, but it wasn't, like, much of a reading because in the end of it, you know, Jamie, you know, the hero of the story... Oh, my God. You know, we... he's moving on. <laughs> Can we not? You know, like, his trial, you know, results in him not guilty. You know, he does the O.J. Simpson... Puts his hands up with the gloves, and you know, smooth walks away. Because right. like, <laughs> it's like, I mean, I mean, honestly, this scene of it, this interrogation scene, for me, played like a Maury episode because it was lots of, <laughs> oh well, you said that you was gonna do this, and it's like, well, I ain't say that because she's the baby daddy. Like it was a lot of that back. And now school. we bring out Brienne. Yeah, right. yeah. <laughs> Brienne so, saved it. Saved it all. So in that sense, it was pretty campy, but you know, she was. At the same time, Danny was speaking a lot of truths, and a lot of people ain't had shit to say when she was saying what she said. Like when she got in on Jamie, like, "Oh, and I'm supposed to believe you. I'm supposed to uh, that you're gonna protect us, that you're gonna join it." And look at you, fool ass Tyrion. Like I understood <laughs> why she was coming at them crazy, um, but it was kind of it was a little bit campy as well. But I thought that like Daenerys was being not how to put this like. If we assume that everyone who has power in the game right now is working with the assumption that an army of the dead are coming, <laughs> like that's that that, that that's as I I, I, be I just that's that's the thing. I describe myself as like a very like uh, casual, intense fan, and I keep thinking to myself, all right, so Cersei has seen a zombie. She's seen a white, right? Yes. It's not Tyrion's fault that he didn't think that his sister wouldn't see a dead thing. In it's, front of her, it kind of is. Not, no, but I mean, like, kind of as is. weird as, as, as silly as Cersei is, she isn't stupid. Stupid. She's stupid. What? No, she's not. It's not like, but it's not even literally her. <laughs> it's not her stupidity. It's not her. It's literally Tyrion has lived with this lady 
his whole life basically but he never realized that her ambition for herself would overcome her any kind of gift misgiving for any other person mm. or any compassion for other people he knows that do we think he, that he knows that she's cruel that make she is basic look as no, a former wait. Cersei stan you know I was a full blown Cersei stan I used to love I her have ridiculous it. She's the worst dog. No, she is white no. feminism. But, but let's back up for a minute. Does that really make Tyrion stupid or naive? And I know for I some people, there's no so. difference. She blew up a whole damn building full he of people. He wasn't there for that. He wasn't there for that. Right. So he knows. But, yes. but, but again, but that's not. But he visited King's Landing after it happened, yeah. so he knows that the Sept is gone, and he knows who did but it. But listen, just like how you keep insisting, well, not well, not you, but how Charles and I also agreed that Cersei is not stupid. Stupid. Everyone Mm-mm. believes that if you, just like no one believed the dragon, I have a dragon standing in front of you. Oh right, shit, this right. is real. Now you're bringing a White Walker. Oh shit, this is real. And there's, you're telling me thousands more of them but coming. Common, regardless of ambition, regardless of ego, common sense would say, I may need to update my priorities. She did not do that. And I understand because Tyrion's, his strength is his mind, his strength is his intelligence, and kind of understanding where people will, where the chips might fall. I understand why, even now in hindsight is stupid, why he thought that she was going to turn when she had undeniable physical proof. Right. I'm saying that he was messed up in his thinking of being a clever person if he because like in the books even he thinks that he has a good idea of everyone around him mm. he can see, he sees their powers at play if he thought he had a good bearing on Cersei which he thinks he does and we see that he thinks he does he would understand that Cersei is not led by her mind he knows that she's led by her kids that's the only thing he's ever had as, as a constant is that she's led by her kids so that means she's led by heart not by mind so he's trying to appeal to her in a way that appeals to him, but he's mm. not working in a way that I don't think to that her. those two things are mutually exclusive. They are. I don't think so. That's I not... think that her entire thing with Robert Baratheon was like, yeah, she wants it's it's fundamentally because she wanted security for her kids, but like security for her kids in this case also meant like securing the bag and becoming queen. Yes. Right. Like she and that's that wasn't right. by accident. She's never but... her ability to blow up the sept, it's mm-hmm. not like she just says, oops, it blew up. Like she orchestrated <laughs> it. It's no, no, time. I'm saying like I'm saying he's appealing to a side of her that's not there for her to be appealed to. It's but just not like her, her kids, that. everything else is gone. The kids, her family, they all dead. It's just her and her kingdom. And if so, there's also, no appealing to this lady. I'll also put forth that Tyrion is not as intelligent as he seems He's, to be. He does, as he thinks he is as well. Yes, there we go. And that is his big problem. Yes, because, I, I, just, I think it's yeah. just naivete. And if towards what you're seeing, uh, Portia, it sounds like nothing would have swayed her unless like they came out with. Tom in the white or something. Right. And then Unless maybe she would have the white. Yeah. yeah. Oh, look at your boy. Right. <laughs> maybe then she would have changed her too. Look what they did to my son. Ooh, Could you now, imagine? But thing, now I want that. Yes. Yeah, so I'm like, really oh, dang. Can you imagine? imagine if the Night King rolled up with everyone's loved ones specifically yeah. are y'all ready said, oh, when you, when, oh. Are y'all ready for when Hodor shows up? Yeah. Okay. No. Yeah. I'm, I'm not. You're grimy. I'm not. Oh, yeah. I'm not prepared. So who would hurt your heart? No one. Wow. Yeah, no one. no one at this point. No one. Cold no. Blood. If no, you know, uh, up as a, as a white, I'm mad. Old Nan. <laughs> I want Old Nan to come back. 
I want, oh, old, I, I, I want, I want her to get an ass to the head. I, I want, want her to come back. Just I want so I can old man to be the one who almost comes close to killing Bran. <laughs> she would do that. She would be the or, no, or or Sansa because she has some no because she has some lip she has No, Sansa yeah, has some yes, lip yes, old yes, man. Yes, old yes, man. Yes, I got yes. for that. What I've been thinking that maybe because they never bring bring in Lady Stoneheart. Maybe this is the time they bring in Lady Stoneheart. Ooh, it wouldn't mean anything. But no, 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 no. Not her. It's actual Lady Stoneheart. Literally, Catelyn reborn after the dead, and she comes. Like in, this, and yeah. that F's up all the Stark kids besides Jon. Jon's trying to come in as a white. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. That's, lady that's the that's the Lady Stoneheart we yeah. get is the yeah. cop out like of her as yes. a white. Ooh, that'd be really good. That'd be yeah. really fucking that'd good. That'd be hilarious. Ooh, well, no, she wouldn't be riding the dragon. But it, <laughs> can, <laughs> guess what, John? You ain't the only one. <laughs> Always hated you. Thanks to Nick from uh, the but, bank. But, 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 <laughs> but back to that scene. I mean, the reason why I enjoyed this episode maybe more so than you guys was because I was holding on to all of the the snaps. So, like, how mm. Bran popped up during a conversation with that line, the things we do for love, I started yes. rolling. Because yes. for him to do all... Because all Bran is is, like, a callback king. Like, he just keeps calling back to all of these special points within the series from the beginning of the season... Uh, from season one and onwards. And it's like, oh, remember when you said this? Remember when you did that? Like, he's bringing it up to people... And people are like, "Ah, shit, you got me there." So for real, that's who it is. I, I'm, I'm gonna make that before I on the way home. What the, the things we do? I can't. Oh, Trash. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I only know two so for real songs. I'm like, what are you talking about? Oh my God. Uh, isn't it so for real? Isn't the things we do for love? I or is think that so. um, Montel? Um, it's one of them '90s joints. Yeah. There's a '90s. You said so yeah. for real, and I don't even know if this is the right thing. But I was like, in. Dun, 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 dun. I don't know. It's like Candy Rain. Yeah, that's Candy that's Rain. That's Candy Rain. That's so for real, right? Yeah, but they have another that's one. That's I'm just thinking. I just the only song that. I mean, that's that what everybody back. knows. It's, yeah, Candy yeah, Rain. That's their yeah. big one. But they had, they had a couple joints. Well, I was like I said, I was enjoying Brandon and others just putting people in a place. I mean, he had Jamie looking like that woman from Couples Court, where she oh. was just stuck. Like, oh, you said that about me. That's but shit. but but you know, while we're on Brandon and Jamie, you know, Portia's already over here rolling her eyes at me. <laughs> But oh. can, we, can we all? Wait, you know, we're not accept- there yet. I know you're about to say we are not there yet. You will oh. not bring that up right now, Johnny. <laughs> you shall wait until we get to that part of the episode. Okay, all right. Okay, but well, where are we at then? Let me know. You know, before I go ahead. Well, after they leave the whole interrogation scene, um, and Tyrion walks out realizing he got played to the left <laughs> again. Again, again. Beyonce Homecoming now on Netflix. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. That's when, like, uh, Brienne vouches for Jamie, and you realize how much that they really fuck with each other. And before we exit that scene, it's interesting. I want to make the point that it was interesting how, during the back and forth between Sansa and Danny, how John was mad quiet throughout the entire conversation. And Danny fully expected him to jump in and either have her back, uh, do something, say something, be something. And he said, nada and mm. then for her to look at him and say like you don't have no thoughts about this for him to get up and basically walk out without helping that really pissed her off and that was the kind of beginning of the breakdown that we end up seeing later on at the end of the episode mm. Mm. 
I mean, it's kind of like looking at what happened in the last episode. It's almost unfair because she goes through her song and dance like, I'm the queen. You need to relinquish your power. You need to legitimize my presence here. And he's like, right. okay, cool, great. And then she's like, all right, well, <laughs> give me some of that political weight. And he's like, no, like you made me give it all up. What do you want? Like, I feel like that's any like relationship because sometimes it's going to be a person who's like dominant. And he's like, okay. I need things to be my way. And it's like, okay, cool. Let's have things your way. Okay, but now I need some feedback. Okay, but no, that's not just either or. You and can't have like, me halfway. That's like realistic. But yeah. I feel like the reason that that scene kind of, I mean, it is what it is, but it, I didn't, I wouldn't say that I didn't like it, but it kind of hit me weird because this power hungry Daenerys thing that they've kind of like pivoted her towards mm-hmm. doesn't. And I, I think it's just because of, uh, it's a function of the, the, the season being shorter and them speeding things up. It feels like we haven't gotten here in an organic kind of way. Like, she is becoming very much, you know, a Targaryen TM in a, at a speed that feels, like, <laughs> unnatural. It's like, ma'am, where is your sympathy? Where is, like, your ability to see things, like, in, from a 360-degree perspective? She's become so, like, tunnel vision as of late. And it's like, is it because you're cold? Or I heard an interesting theory <laughs> that because we're now at Winterfell, we're seeing the series play from the point of view of the northerners mm. so they're taking I Danny that, yeah. in in a way where she's very like anti them so everything we're seeing of her that seems like very like I'm the queen and I'm doing this mm. it's from a POV of because we're not we're not getting inside her brain we're not actually seeing her talk out what she's thinking with her she's just talking out her issue she's not talking about how she actually feels about right, stuff right, right. so the POV isn't actually from Danny so we're losing that part alright once again I feel like people defend Danny for no reason Danny has always been about this life like, defend Danny is or like, you mean attack her for no reason Defend. I think people oh. defend Danny for no reason because I will. I will. I mean, I see that people have joined me in finally saying that she is Walter White. Oh, you know, shit. and I, I won't go that far because I cannot stand Walter White. I think he's a scumbag and the worst. But I will say that Danny has always taught this talk about breaking the wheel, etc. But her walk has always been the same right. walk that has always been. Crush anyone who gets in my way. What's my goal? She just right. asked this episode. What's my goal? Iron throne. Not break the wheel. No, the iron throne. Now, whether or not that's the writers or whatever, slightly changing her or whatever, I've never believed in Danny as this great savior and right. someone who's going to change the world. This bitch got dragons and is burning shit down wherever she goes. That type of action, no matter like what your goal is, that type of action is only going to cause an equal or worse reaction. People who's got to burnt down, all those Lannisters who got cooked have families, etc., who are eventually going to come back for revenge. That's all that violence begets violence. You can't run around conquering people and doing whatever and thinking, oh, that's breaking the wheel. Danny's always been about this life. But I mean, I think that's interesting you bring up the writing because I'm curious as to why this disconnect is happening based on the writing or is it because of the way that we as the audience have projected what we believe the characters mean. So when she said about breaking the wheel, was it really supposed to be this suffragette type comment or was it really breaking the wheel in the, in the sense of her own goals? Yeah, breaking was it the breaking wheel, the wheel in, in the sense of, right. yeah, I feel you, right there. And yep. that's why I think, and that's why I thought I was correcting you earlier when mm-hmm. I said about why would people attack her? Because to me, she's kind of always been about that action. She's always said from the beginning, I'm going to be on the throne. I'm going to take it by any means necessary. Yeah. And, she's, and maybe it's been more subtle and also because the series didn't really focus in on her in the beginning, but now that you're you have 
100% full-blown Daenerys, I think that's kind of shocking everyone's system on top of the fact that people have projected some of this writing to mean something that it did, that it does not mean. Mm. Yes. I've always felt that. I feel like people always consider Daenerys and Jon Snow to be the hero and heroine of this story. And because of that, they're like, oh, look, you know, ignoring all the wild shit she's done to get where she's at. I think that people are looking at the stuff that she's done namely her shooting people down with dragon fire um, and using that <laughs> against her now when it literally is what she's been made that's what she's built to do yes. and it's like everyone's been here for it until yes. it happens in Westeros and then everyone's like oh it's, yeah, and it's, the, thing, it's, it's the people it's, that they like right. Right. Like, I need you to, I need and you to it's like, the problem right. and I'm thinking like and again when it comes to that break the will thing I again I see her for what she is like legit when she had a break the will moment that was the same like flame on dick on moment and she said this is this kingdom is not working for the system isn't working for the poor it's not working for the rich I want to break the will I want to be different Cersei's telling you I'm the foreign queen I'm bringing in foreigners I'm taking over but that's not me that's her mm. but the fact of the matter is she does not explain how she's going to help the rich or the poor or mm-hmm. what the balance she thinks she should no be idea is how to do that. She, but, but she's even is, figured out like I mean we don't know because she hasn't even told us what is the perfect world and the thing is, I think that people aren't I here's the thing I'm still the, uh, a Daenerys stan I I'm a, I'm a Daenerys. And like, I think that when people cleaner. when people like point out the failings she's had as a ruler, I think that there's a certain degree to which people are remembering, well, whether it be like, willfully, willfully or not, mm-hmm. that she is new at all of this, right? Like, yeah, she's made mistakes, and some of those mistakes wow. have involved like involved like burning people to death. I think but, they said that about the president. I mean, don't do oh, that. Boy. <laughs> really, Ben? <laughs> really, Ben? Don't really do that. Ben, but also, to be right. fair, but like, li- 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 like, let's like, John let's, is new to this too. Like, all of these people are trash. new. And they're all, that's what I'm saying. They're like, all they're all new. Yes and no. Like Daenerys, for the most part, like was living in hiding and like obscurity with her batshit insane brother, <laughs> and was being like passed around as a sex object. And then she sort of like happened into a newfound freedom, and she's kind of been feeling her way out ever since. And she is, I, I, I and this to get back to your point, Tatiana, about whether or not it's the writing. Mm-hmm. I think that if this is like the whole inbred Targaryen showing itself, then the writing hasn't really done a solid enough job mm-hmm. at like stretching that out over time to make it seem like a natural progression into let's just call it like dragon dementia, right? Whatever like drove their father crazy. Which, I mean, you know, everyone keeps mm, talking about this. Even the even the Mad King wasn't like. He yeah. was a decent person. He, right, he was still and getting so, things done. He, he wasn't was just de- like killing but, people left and right. Well, and no, 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 no. Legit, he when he went, he when he went down, he went down. Yeah. But <laughs> towards the very end, yeah. No, it was like he was like a decent person for the first like forty years of his life, mm-hmm. and then he um, was barricaded in a siege, and he didn't have any food. He had to eat his own like nails. He went through this mm. whole thing. He was crazy. He couldn't trust anyone. That's when the he, he became, became the true right, Mad King. Right, right, and then right, he wouldn't right, let right. anyone touch him. He grew his nails real long. He grew his hair real long. He would not wash. Like, he was Fun. literally a Mad King. Right. right. Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> and I think, like, Daenerys is doing some of the things that they remember about the Mad King's reign. Not really, fire. though. No, no, that's no, the no, worst see, part. That's a, all right, that's, She's see, not... She's not, and Yo, I actually, don't, Charles, I don't I want blame to say Daenerys thank you. for any of her actions. What I, what I, what it always is with me is the same. It's like the same thing with Daenerys and John. Like everybody's like, "Oh, look how cute that shit is," but this isn't all fucking her nephew. Everyone looks at um, Jamie and Cersei like, "Oh, look how distressing that is," and everybody looks at Cersei like, "But well, even me, I'll say Cersei is extreme." But at the same time, Cersei 
and Daenerys and most people in this shit once you get to a certain amount it's like once you level up to that level in Game of Thrones you level up on bodies you know it's like you you kill bodies to get where you level up and so people act like Daenerys is some benevolent ruler or some shit when she's just like the rest of me she just like you said she's new to this she hasn't had time to be tested wait till she's 50 some years old and them dragons and they sit up in King's Landing and she's stressed out she'll send them shits to blow up another motherfucking building we don't projecting a lot on her you're saying that we're projecting a lot on her as people who like her but then you're projecting a lot on her so as no, who doesn't like the her the power corrupts absolutely and it's very difficult sure, for but everyone you're still projecting but still projecting a lot everybody? on her I'm, I'm saying I don't put look we, how many presidents we have? 45? We have one black one. That one was great. He was nice as a figurehead, but at the same time, everybody once in that position does a lot of dirty shit. Yeah. That's the way of the he world. He did too, yes. So that's what I'm saying. Yeah. People put, like, Daenerys's dirty shit, mm-hmm. like it's some, you know, glorious path to redemption. No, it's just dirty shit that people do to rule. Okay. I just like I, <laughs> <laughs> and I you got want... dragons, so you doing dirty shit. Well, first of all, I just want to thank Charles for coining the term dragon dementia. I mean, I, I, if you did, if that was originally you, that's amazing. I'm gonna use that going forward. That um, is, that is but, me. You know, I, I feel what all y'all are saying on this. I mean, this this different levels to it um, but I still believe that there's just a lot of things about her as a character that people are interpreting. Mm-hmm. Differently, and mm-hmm. uh, probably no. need to kind of rearrange. Um, just I just wanted to move it forward a little bit. Um, after we get out of that area, we end up in the forge where Gendry is. Wait, you know, wait. So we, we just don't skip over a brand, you know? And, and that we didn't skip. I didn't skip. That's right mm-hmm. after the superpowers. Go- all right, all right. We're gonna get there, Ben. <laughs> <laughs> We're not even there yet. We're nowhere it's near press. there. Yet. Um, <laughs> damn. I wanted to get. I'm going literally in order of the episode. So yep. Gendry in the forge. Um, you see Arya snooping around the corner with her hard <laughs> eye emojis. I like this uh, interaction because I thought it was interesting because Gendry really don't know who he's fucking with when it comes to Arya. Like a lot of people really don't know what level Arya is at right now when it comes to her RPG character. So for him to be like. Oh, you know, I, these these weapons are fine. I I got it. Calm down. And for her to be like, you don't understand, my nigga. I am death. You need mm-hmm. to forge me weapons of death. So, I think that the way that she fixed Gendry real fast, I, 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 I <laughs> he got on his p's and q's real quick and really understood that she is not about that dumb shit and that she is she she's evolved and and really everyone in this episode have come to terms with their. You know, whether it's their mirror image or whether it's their enemies or friends, how each everyone within these relationships have evolved beyond what they knew. Mm. Yeah. And, and I mean, I, I like don't nobody like asked about Ari, you know, don't don't nobody like asked around like Gentry, I guess Gentry just down in the forge minding his own business. But that's Arya, that's the girl. You know, he got feelings for Shorty and stuff. Like, he don't be like, yo, what's up with you know, what's going on? Where's she been at? Da 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 Nothing. Arya's whole thing. She's just kind of like she just in the cut. She's like, listen, hook me up, give me the strap. Yeah, give me what I need. I'll give me the shadow. Realize that she gangster as hell now. Like, <laughs> just, niggas just well, stay sleeping. No, I mean, but, <laughs> but, but, but like, Sansa and the 
Littlefinger saw her go up against Brienne, yes. who is like that ain't spread one around. of the strongest people, and like it's like legit. Okay, so y'all just y'all I just, just I don't think Sansa right? Sans wants I mean, anybody to know. And, and then Arya also just slit Littlefinger across the neck in front of everybody. Hey, my man even saw that shit. So y'all like she legit does not care who she kills. Now you know, y'all don't even right don't after even pay right after she killed Littlefinger. Everybody's like, now you know. She hiding the shadows, right? <laughs> Don't say Everybody. Shit. Don't Maybe say they shit. whispered to each other, so like, hey, hey, hey. I, so, I just saw so Arya over there a second ago. Y'all heard, so just, y'all heard no, she got a list and shit? Arya is like <laughs> Nightcrawler. Arya is like Nightcrawler. She does what she needs to do and poofs the fuck Poof. out of there. Bamf. And that's why people forget. Or, or really don't really understand because they don't have time to let that linger because she does, does what she does and then some other wild shit happens. They don't mm. have time to process it. And I just think now as as they are going to see very soon that she is that nigga. What, now... Uh, wait, 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 one thing on that though. What yeah. kills me is like, you know, I feel it's like a baller thing though. Like, you know, like or like when you you know like I know I ballers talk about this I don't play ball but like they say when you see another ball you know when you see somebody walking down the street who plays ball you know they play ball you know it's like when you see a nigga walk down the street who kill motherfuckers you should know they kill motherfuckers <laughs> True. you know like people should know like the Arya hell no the hell no the, the hell, hell, hell no the hell, but the hell really just be looking at Arya like so you really gonna talk to me like you ain't gonna I I know you're probably two seconds away from killing me I'm good like you could just you yeah not that's talk? what I'm saying before the hound was like oh I can kill her. Now, now he's like, he's like, chilling. Mm. He's like, I don't even want to talk to you. Like, why are you, why are you sitting beside you me? I don't all just... your limbs and shit. Mm, that's not right. <laughs> so after that, now we get to your favorite part of the show. <laughs> <laughs> not my favorite, but it's, one it's, of the... God. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead, Ben. I mean, this is your this is your time to shine. I, when really? this happened, I I literally rolled my eyes and said, "Oh my God, they validated Ben." I mean, holy I mean, shit. The validation had, you know, had come from long before this. Like, you know, it wasn't just pushing this man out the window that made Jamie the hero of the show. <laughs> you know, there's there's many things that made Jamie Lannister a great man who should get the respect of everyone. That's just not true. <laughs> Y'all can't see it, but I'm just sitting here shaking my head and looking at the sweater. <laughs> the facts of the matter is that Jamie is, you know, one of the best people on this show. But the moment uh, we're all talking about it. Wait, what was that? I said, ugh. Oh, okay. Oh, <laughs> A sound of disgust. Like, Onomatopoeia. Like, I thought you were like, mmph. Like, yes. No. But anyway, the moment we're all talking about it is when Bran and Jamie meet up and had a discussion. Oh, yeah, that's right. They were out in the wood. You know, Bran giving his usual stiff-eyed face and Jamie <laughs> giving his usual, like, oh, what's going on here? You know, and then they meet up and they talk, and Bran basically says what I've been saying ugh. since... You know, I figured it all out was that Jamie blessed him with superpowers and he would not be the man he was today if he hadn't got pushed out that window. Like, this was his destiny and Jamie was there to fulfill his destiny. Jamie yes, blessed ben him Amin with is like, canon. Jamie yes. blessed him with the powers of being a paraplegic. No, he blessed him with the powers of being. No. You know, because before that, that boy was just crawling around up to no good, mm-hmm. a dumbass star boy like the rest. He was actually walking. He was walking, climbing, and jumping. Up to no good. Walking and running and jumping. Being in places where he shouldn't have been, spying on people. As he children do. Doing things. That was his home. Wait. They were the trespassers. He was used to going wait. up there and playing wait. around. Wait. They wait. was up in his spot. Look. Wait. My, if my kid I mean. is up climbing up 10 flights, you know, I'm pulling that little man down. What? His mama told him. Well, She tried. She told him. Yeah. Well, we saw what a good mama she was, right? Ooh. Anyway, along came Jamie Lannister, oh the god. god with the golden hand, and blessed this man. 
you know. You're calling him Midas. He had the Midas touch before. I he said it had before. He had hand. the Midas touch before he had the golden hand. Then mm. I mean, why are you villainizing a thin like seven year old kid? Like he was he was doing what Fuck kids them do. Kids. He was doing. <laughs> I mean, he was look, doing what kids look, do. Somebody needs to villainize shit. to start no. kids before they do something no. else terrible. No, like, that's, that's not how that works. It's not how it mm. works. No. Yes. Jamie yes. Lannister is a terrible person. I, no. Yeah. He's he's done honorable things. He's a bad man. He's he's been on his redemption path this whole time. How I don't I don't really think that there is like redemption from that. Can we I mean, also don't die? If we're gonna talk about this part of the episode, then we also have to talk about the part where Tyrion is talking to him about his about Cersei, mm. and he's like. And Jamie's like, well, I never knew that she was the way she was. And Taryn was like, yes, you did. You just forgave it because right. you loved her. And Jamie had to take it. And because you know what? Hero. He's a bad person. He just does things because he wants Tyrion to. Tyrion said you were in love with your twin sister, had sex with her, knew Ew. that she was disgusting and a monster, and you Ew. stayed around. And you kept ev- doing it. Now, our father sat here in willful ignorance of your nasty dalliances, but the whole castle knew, and you are just as bad as she you're is. You're nasty. All you're nasty. y'all hoes is nasty. It's true. Nasty. It's true. You nasty. can like him. That's okay. Like, you can have your I, fans. I, I just don't get it. Like, everyone hates on this man for sleeping with his sister. Yes. That's not the only reason. But That's, everyone well, gets I, mad I don't... at... Ben. I mean, ben. nobody gets mad at Daenerys. Everyone's mad about that. No, they're not. Yeah, they are. No, they're not. Everyone, everyone is like low-key grossed, grossed out by Staying in the life out of that dog. You've seen the picture. No. I know you saw it, Charles. It's got a million retweets. Of what? Everyone wants... Daenerys on the throne with that man standing by her side Ooh. and little Tyrion chilling along with them. Yikes. It was, yeah. yeah and they had, they had little dragons and yeah. little direwolves. It, it was gross. It was, like it Shrek? was one of the like weirdest. The Shrek, and it was like, yeah. dragon and it was like yeah. pastel yeah. colored. Yeah. It was, it was very. Gross. Ben, I, I mean, mean that's all... nobody hates on Jamie because he slept with his sister. They hate on him because he's done heinous things and like jumped what? Street. Push the man out the window so he can get superpowers. He's not a man. He was seven, my nigga. What are you talking about? Look, that's where it's wrong. Like it's not even it's not even it's not even like the having sex with your sister. It's I was willing to kill a child so I could continue he having sex with my he sister. He literally wanted to protect his family. What did Brand say to him right now? He he did it to protect his family. Look what these people do to protect their families. Like y'all act like kids kids die every day, B. I wish this episode kids never happened. This is like me wish the episode never happened. Everybody this gotta go. Is so bad. I'm tired. Might as well be by the hand of a lioness mean, pushing you out a window. There we go. Kids die I every day, B. Never he seen, didn't die. I have never seen such beautiful But did he PR. die? I have never seen... <laughs> but I mean, I've but never seen dead? such amazing I mean, PR he for said the that he... family in my life. This is beyond comprehension. No, I stand for Jamie. He said that he's not Bran anymore. There we go. You know, so yes, Bran did die. I mean, he well, did. Bran had to Bran, die. Bran's gone. <gasps> At, you know, at least he so lived that, on so in so some the form. Three, actually, wait. So wait, I was gonna, I was gonna say. So Bran died so that the three-eyed raven might live. Yes. But I was interested that he said that like the Night King has tried Jamie this pushed before. So with, the three-eyed raven could fly. Okay. The Night King has tried this before. <laughs> well, Bran, Bran said that like the Night King has tried what he's doing. Oh, now the long night with, with other. But he said he mentioned like other three-eyed ravens. Yeah, he's been trying to kill them all. But like where, where you're more familiar with the books than I am. So with the canon in the books. Yeah. There's two different things going on here. There's the Night's King, which is in the books, which is in the book canon, and it legit is like this person who is called the Night King um, was a former crow, which was like a Night's Watch mm-hmm. person, and he started raining up north, and he may have been a little bit out of it, and then he kind of like possibly started up living in the land of the others. 
Um, and then he wanted to take over the world, which started the long night, which is this big long lore um, about how like there was literally like it was a long winter. It was the longest winter ever in mm. record, and like that's whenever every all the lore about the others and the White Walkers and all that started right, coming right, up. Right. Um, but. Again, I you never hear any lore about the Three Eyed Raven really in the book. Oh. The only lore you really because like it sounds like a brand new concept. Honestly, it sounds like um, early on, before the Mad King reigned, there was a rebellion of the Targaryens. Okay. There was this bastard branch who the king he had a bunch of bastards like Robert Baratheon, but he was a Targaryen. And he empowered one of them to take over the throne whenever he died. But instead, he had his heir took over the throne, and there was this rebellion against the Targaryens, and that's when a lot of the dragons died. Okay. Um, so one of those ended up. Is that the Battle of the Bastards? No. No. This is like. That's just that's the Blackfire Rebellion. It's a term I've Look heard up the Blackfire. Re- no, yeah. Look up the Blackfire Rebellion, and it's fire with F Y R E. Of course. Of course. Yes. Um, and that's you'll get the big lore back there. So what happened was that one of the bastard, the empowered bastards, they kept battling against each other. He was one of the really good ones. They finally caught him. They sent him up to the Night's Watch. He went to the Night's Watch. Mm-hmm. Um, and then his name was Brendan Blackfire. He ended up going past the wall, mm-hmm. and he became the Three-Eyed Raven. Okay. That's the f- first and only time we hear about the Three-Eyed Raven oh. ever in the lore of Westeros, ever in the history hmm. of the world of Game of Thrones. What do you think? I don't know. So we were joking about Bran being, you know, the Professor X of Westeros. Is that so? Hmm. What function... Just you know, step into your speculative space. What function does is the three eyed raven meant to serve in this battle? Like, because Bran's comfortable just like, and Bran is like the out. worst at predicting shit too. So like, his time he'll be like, "Yo, you're gonna get killed." Twilight's so late. I mean, it's his, but is his function supposed to be to predict anything or just be, as he mentioned, the memory of the land, the memory yeah. of Westeros and all there therein? Like, memories don't help you when you're trying to fight an army of. Why like he like, he like laid all that out? He laid all that out, and it was weird out of nowhere. That's the thing, and that's to come back to that question of whether or not there are issues with the writing. Now, one would imagine that with all of these heads of state in the same room with like some kind of seer who can sense the presence of the zombie army, you might want to consult him a little more deeply about these things. Right. But he's just like, I can sense him. I am the 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 repository of all of man's knowledge. Just like, so y'all don't want to like talk to him a little more directly. That's the thing, though. <laughs> So, like, they really did not believe in magic, but in the story, because magic did not exist in right. the world until the dragons came back. Um, and I feel like the does knowledge about the dragons in the books spread a lot more slowly than it does in the show. Time moves slowly, more mm. slowly. Mm. Uh, so does it for George R. R. Martin, who hasn't finished his last two books yet. And he will not. I don't think he's going to. He will not. Nah. Oh. But back to Bran and his whole thing about being all the knowledge in the world, like, not last season, once again, the Citadel is sitting there talking about how we survived a long night, we survived this, we survived that. They're in the southernmost us. tip of Westeros, so yeah, they so can that, talk that stuff because there's very rarely all that northern stuff comes to bother them. So that's what I mean. Like, yeah. Brandon is, is like, whatever, dude, you could die. The Citadel will still be there. Another three-eyed raven will come up. Right. You know, but unless the Night King goes to King's Landing. No, I've theorized. I view But Bran. he's still got to get to the Citadel. That's way b- deeper. 
I view Brandon and the Citadel folks more like watchers where, yes, they're recording everything, like watchers in Marvel. Like, yes, Mm -hmm. they're recording everything. Yes, they're there to be a part of the history or not necessarily a part. They don't necessarily affect what's going on to them. Mm. But the difference here is, to Charles' point, you have him there. You can consult him. You can at least, and maybe... I don't know. Maybe this is a function of the way the show's written, where maybe they have had these conversations with Bran, mm. and we as the audience just don't know this. It or, doesn't seem like it. It doesn't, but, right. it doesn't or seem like it. Or maybe they are just that dumb and have not had these conversations no, with him. I literally Ugh. think it comes down to they have not believed in magic mm. in such a long time, and even confronted with dragons and these whites and all the things, they're still reluctant to believe in this little boy. Like instead of him just being like a creeper, which is what he comes off as, like they don't think any past that. Like oh, maybe he might be a little aware. <laughs> of things but other than like he's only using it to creep them out he hasn't said anything that's like oh shoot like I really need to listen to him like he just told me something I would not have ever figured out ever in my life um so I think that's that. And I think there's also, like, again, he, as him being, like, the knowledge base of the memory um, and also, like, seeing the current events, he's limited because he was marked by the Night King. Because if you remember, mm. he his first time that he was actually really looking at the present and, like, finding out what was going on, he was following the White Walkers and his vision. Um, and when he kept trying to get closer to it, he finally got him. touched. Yeah. And mm. that's whenever... So whenever he sends ravens and the ravens are seeing them walk, the Night King takes the ravens out the air, and right. so he loses his vision. So he's limited in his range and ability to see what they're doing because he has been marked, and um, the Night King kind of controls how far he can see with his visions. I feel like it's a Harry Potter, Voldemort thing, honestly. Definitely, it's yeah. also it's like, oh, Harry, yeah. it's, like, it's like every damn story. It's like Harry Potter, Voldemort. It's uh, for people who read Dark Tower. It's the man in black and Roland Deshane. It's like the same story over and over again. It's, I mean, I'm wait. Don't doesn't Sauron like Mark one of them or something so he can see? I mean, he it's sees them when they look through the eye. When they look through little globe, that's when he sees them and everything. Yeah. And then after that, Pippin Merriweather is all marked and like fought for the rest of it. Right. Yeah. Um, moving on through the episode, you get a few scenes. You get the scene of Podrick leveling up, training some other folks. Um, you get new haircut, Patrick. Too. Yeah, new haircut, Patrick. He actually looked real good, like out there. I like, ran he a looked poll. Like he was doing his thing. Um, <laughs> How's the poll? What's what's the response yeah. to on Tassel Black Pod Twitter? Yeah. So we got a. I did a poll. Did a long chain of uh, show notes um, about. Podrick's hair, are we filling it? And we got seventy four percent with yeah, yep. and twenty six with nay. I mean, twenty six percent of these people are wrong. <laughs> I mean, it was better than that mop. My man had like the terrible Beatles joint. He had before like that. a bowl like, cut before. Yeah, he had to mow. Yeah, <laughs> like, he definitely had a bowl cut. Um, so you, you see that, and then you see uh, a fairly like real and pure moment between Brian and Jamie, where Jamie runs his little ass out there, and you know, Brian's minding her business, and they have a conversation, like a real full fledged conversation, and she notices that it's not filled with, as she mentioned, that he's not um you know, dissing her. He's not dismissing her as a fighter. He's really like giving her uh, respect and, you know, and essentially does a full 180 from the Jamie she knew. When, especially when he comes out and says, I want to fight for you. I will fight with you. I will fight with your, with your battalion, whatever. So um, I thought that was a nice pure moment, um, which then leads to Khaleesi and Sansa going back at it once again. And it's, 
this is an interesting dynamic because it seems like Danny is trying to continue to draw these parallels with Sansa, i.e. manipulating, in a way, Sansa to be on her side, and Sansa's kind of seeing through the bullshit. I don't think it's manipulation if he's actually trying to, like, find... Yes, she wants to be on the good side, and she would not be against manipulating her. But I feel like she literally is trying to find a common ground so she can at least get Sansa on her side Mm. until the battle is over, and then she can figure out what to do after that. But I think she is trying to find, like, let's find the peace here so I'm not worried about you stepping me in my back while I'm flying my dragon. I interpreted a lot of this episode as um, Daenerys seeing the things that Sansa can do that she can't, you know, the kind of relationship she has with people when she, who is it that she, oh, when she like sees Theon Theon. later on, Mm -hmm. you know, she sees that through all the bullshit that these two people have, you know, gone through, they still have this deep emotional bond. Like he was willing, after being castrated and tortured, he was willing to part with his family and come back here to die with you. I think in her heart of hearts, Daenerys knows that while she has people's loyalty, no one loves her, loves her. Like, even when Sansa says that John loves her, I'm like, no, he doesn't. Like, <laughs> I, and this might be a function of the show not really having dedicated a lot of time to their courtship, but I don't buy whatever romance we're supposed Mm-mm. to read into the two oh, of them. Oh, I don't buy that at all. That just feels really kind of like perfunctory and like, this is just, we need to, we need to do this to save the world. And I think that in that moment, Daenerys is like, all right, sister girl, like, come, 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 come close. Come talk. Like, teach me your ways. Teach me how to make people love me the way that they love you. And her first step to doing that is trying to make friends. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like it's like a, like almost like a high school mean girl kind of thing where it's like, like, or popular girl thing. Like, you're a cute girl and I'm a cute girl. We should be cute girl friends. (laughs) And they're kind of like surface level. Like, at least let's be cute to each other in person. And then we can talk crap all we want. To our friends, and even but if not Daenerys to wasn't really friend. going to honor this, the easiest thing for her to say when Sansa was like, "What about the North?" is to say, "The North." Oh, y'all got it. Y'all got it. I'm not even worried about it. You got it, me girl. here. You I got, got you it. after this. Yes. And then if it's not true, lie. Yeah. That's war. That's statecraft. Burn them all up if you have to. But, but she again, didn't do that. I on the prize, people. Zombies are coming. Lie if you have to. Please wrap this up. Kill people. Why are they not dead yet? That would almost I I. I understand that we want to have these reunions and these nice endings to things. I am perfectly fine with this show ending in a sloppy, not sloppy, but messy. Like, war Mm. doesn't always have happy endings. If Sam found out after the war, oh my God, I'm so happy, everyone's alive. And then Daenerys is like, oh, also, I killed your family. That would have been perfect. That would have been perfect. Because it's like, oh, fuck. Because that's the kind of bittersweet ending to to a story involving this kind of war that you expect. It's gonna... Even if you live, you're not, some part of you will die in the process of it. And that's kind of why this front-loading it with, like, reunions just to set it up for death feels kind of like, don't, we're, we, that's like season two territory. Yes. You know, this is, we about to be done. This Let's is go. it. Can you use my time more? Like, I like you were saying you think that this episode would have been better part two of the first one. I think they should have cut 30 minutes off of this one and added it. 30 the first one. Mm. And after the first one, yeah. put it together. This one, yeah. And yeah. It, like, it shouldn't have been longer than maybe 68 minutes. Yeah. Like, I really yeah. would have been done with and it. And even then, then the behind the scenes stuff, we would actually want to watch that. Yep. Mm. Perhaps. Ooh, <laughs> y'all are not playing tonight. Okay. Dang. We want to be excited. I, I don't even want to die. <laughs> I mean, y'all don't even care about these Khaleesi fashions? 
I mean, they're, why is she always wearing white? Oh, in the north, in the north, like outfit? I get it. That like, is what, passe. It's like, ooh, I'm gonna be camouflage, girl. From what? You flying on a dragon? Right. <laughs> <laughs> your dragon Everybody scales aren't even you. white scales. Like your dragon is, is red and black. Like also, wear red and black. Are they making armor for the dragons? Can they fly? I thought with dragon armor scales armor? was armor, but I, listen, the Night King said you thought something like pattern of like a breastplate you know just feel like right. that's a, a thing from, from listen if genre fan if fantasy taught me anything it's that when you're going into battle with dragons you put one little helmet on the dragon you get a little breastplate <laughs> and maybe you put like a little mace on the tail it's like what the fuck is that gonna do and then Plus, somehow it becomes a part of the story I just want them to have a bomb I literally want them to have like a dragon glass Ooh. bomb like while they're riding with the dragons and they just like drop it on the army and it just can you imagine if they had like a dirty bomb yeah I want them have a dirty bomb can you imagine if they had that would be amazing what you call it if they had wildfire bombs that had dragon glass inside of them whoa that's the thing you were saying about the maester like what is the maester doing what is the maester doing I feel like you have you have a maester you have a maester and then you have Sam there a person who's actually killed the white he's the maester from the Boltons that's why I feel funny about him ah okay okay he was the Boltons maester I just like I not, not to bring it all the way back to Cersei, but Cersei was like, listen, I want to do something devious. Let me go find a maester and like, let's concoct a plan. I'm going to go send him <laughs> down into the dungeons. She was like, yo, you're going to be my R&D. Like, go do that. That's not something that like dumb people can think of on their own. Like, that's yeah. like, she's like, come bring back this that's forgotten art. Yeah. That's, that's, ugh. But no, she only knew about the wildfire because Tyrion had been conniving in that's, season You know two. what? That's true. And that's so true. I'm not, I'm not discounting how smart, she, I'm saying she. It is, wasn't a thought of it was yeah. not she was just expanding upon like oh right, right, let's, right, let's right, use this right, for right, my right. advantage yeah, yeah, right right yeah. right so after Sansa said what about the North Ho and Danny wasn't about <laughs> it Theon's raggedy ass finally shows up he's not uh, I love no. I love how Daenerys is like where's your sister why aren't you with her like <laughs> wait on shift set like your baby she's your babysitter I don't have time to watch you like she's the one so Y'all find keep somebody sending these eunuch men to my fucking throne room and what the fuck I'm gonna do with this no no this made no goddamn sense yeah whatever I still think Theon's mad raggedy that said moving on through the episode you get to see some more of the citizens of Winterfell and again I don't know if it's just really what John said before about them not seeing foreigners before or the fact that like they do have like are xenophobic or whatever it is. But these little orphan Annie looking people mm. running around mm. just giving everybody all sorts of side eye bothers me deeply. Everybody or Missandei and Grey Worm specifically? Well, they, they actually gave they gave Tyrion the face, too. They give him a little bit of screw face too. I seen it, but that felt like it might have been because they know he's a Lannister. He's a Lannister. Like he's you the think most, that's why? He's yeah. the most famous little person okay. in the Seven Kings. They, they know. They, know his, they saw him before the yeah. last time he was at Winterfell, and they know his whole his sordid history with Sansa and mm-hmm. him being a Lannister. So ain't nobody looking for no Lannisters up at Winterfell. And I know we keep coming back to this, but. Uh, what you see with those little girls and Masande and Grey Worm is kind of like a like a, a repetition of what we saw in the first episode when they were on the horses coming in. It wasn't clear whether or not the people in Winterfell were staring at them that way because they're not used to seeing people you know who aren't Winterfell nobility on horseback, or whether it's because 
they weren't used to seeing people black people on horses. <laughs> <laughs> like people of color at all, let alone yeah, on horses. Because all the Unsullied was coming up through there, and they're all people of color. Right, and it's kind of like what I, I, there isn't enough, we're not spending enough time in like the larger, the larger world of, you know, Winterfell here to really get a sense of what the dynamic is. Because also, so Bran has let everyone know Night King coming, cool. Sansa's still like outside eating. You know, the, that last scene in the end where you see uh, Sansa eating with, uh, oh, with Theon. And there's just like kids playing around. And so, like, we were watching it with subtitles and there's a kid like, oh no, give it back. And it's like, y'all just playing around. <laughs> like, it's like the zombies are, again, I keep coming back to this, but it's like, y'all, it's not safe to be outside. They might have zombie arrows. Like, watch out. I don't know, like some shit dipped in White Walk of London. <laughs> <laughs> You know, you get one. You get one of the little kids gets shot, starts running around and biting people. Because in my mind, that's how this works, and it's just all—it's just like a mess. Everybody, like twenty-eight days. All everyone's of a just like really not. They're not. They're not relaxed, but they don't feel like they're at like nine. Yeah, like Before they're not. Ten. Like they're not yeah. ready. Like they're not, like y'all. Like y'all not ready. Ready. Like um, what you call it? What is it? What is that girl's name? Uh, Arya. Like. Skulking around in the dungeons, trying to get it in. Everyone and everyone like is getting naked, and it's like, you guys, what if they come now? How how quickly can you get redressed? Like everyone's the sense of urgency, I guess, it mm. was uneven <laughs> throughout the whole. Yeah, they were unbothered, just like you. <laughs> were. Yeah, they were just like shit. I mean, I guess they're coming. You got five minutes. I got five minutes. Come on. But all right, so are we just accepting that Winterfell's racist? Yeah. 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 Oh, totally yeah. racist. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, they really made it a point this episode. Like, they really did not show these people react to anyone else. Yeah. No. Except Masande and Grey Worm. And they made a point. Yeah. That these dusty yeah. little kids were over there, like, oh, you know, dirty as fuck as we are. Still, fuck y'all. But I mean, and Grey Worm, and Grey Worm comes up to Miss and Dan's like, "Is this what?" And you, it's it, you can read it a couple of different ways. Yes. He's saying like, "Oh, do you really want to be in this cult?" And he's like, "You really with these fucking dirty ass, mean ass, racist <laughs> white people, girl? Let's get in a fucking boat and go." They don't even know how to braid hair here, right? Like, uh, right. How did you guys feel about that interaction with uh, Sir Davos and that kind of Shireen lookalike? <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, you're beaming in, so you weren't here, but you were here. Yeah, to hear me roll, I mean, you could have heard my eyes roll. Like, all right, first of all, this whole episode reminded me of um, Black Dynamite. When at one point in Black Dynamite, this dude is sitting there talking, him and Black Dynamite, they're all walking through the villain's lair, and this dude is sitting there talking about how, you know, Black Dynamite, once this is over, I'm going to get home, I'm going to marry my girl, you know, we're going to raise some kids, bake some bread, and then this spear just comes flying in out of nowhere and stabs my man in the chest. And Black Dynamite's like, yo, did you, anyone see that coming? I mean, where did that come from? You know, and, it's like, and that's how I felt about this whole episode, because it's like, Masande and Grey Worm over here talking about, oh, we're going to get out of here. No, you ain't. You gonna die in this episode. I know it hurts, no. but that's how that's how that's how they setting it, setting this up. That's what I was saying. <laughs> that's I, how they setting it up. That's what I was saying. I was like, I feel like this is part. It's part of the reason why I don't like these kind of episodes yes. because they're literally just walking you through all the what ifs, could be right. all the dreams, mm-hmm. and then you're like, and they're setting you up to feel really bad because they're about to do something really awful to the people that you like. You just built up this like big old like warm heart stir for um Mm. and i think that 
with them. Like I like I already said, if the Sunday goes, I'm gonna be real sad for the rest of the season. Like I don't even care. Like if she dies this season, I'm I'm gonna be real mad. Grey Worm, I can see I can see why they're gonna I mean, position he's a him soldier. to die. He signed yeah. up for that. Mm. I can see that. But if Masane goes, I'm out. And I think right. that them doing this whole episode of them like, oh, Brienne gets to have her honor by being a knight by someone she respects in a like noble way. And oh crap, now look at Arya, she gets to have sex. Yay. Like <laughs> I think that they keep positioning things where it's like either you're going to give me what I want, but if you were going to give me what I want, then you would just show it to me. Instead, you're talking it out, which means you're going to kill them. Yes. And now I'm going to be now I'm prepared for you to kill them, I guess. But I don't want it. Like, just give me the death so I can just get over it. Already. See, now I care less, though. That's what yeah. I mean, because now you've had your last moment of Masande and Greg. We're talk about how they're going to ride off onto the beaches of. Yeah, fuck, yeah. We ain't never seen these beaches in eight seasons. You know, now yeah. we suddenly go see some beaches. No, y'all dead. Like, there ain't no way. Hey, that's what don't happen, you know. It's just, and that's what I mean. It's so goofy now. It just, so no, I wasn't feeling that scene. And about uh, Shorty and her little burnt up dragon stale face, whatever it was, <laughs> that was so like. Yeah, it was. It was heavy handed for sure. I mean, like, heavy yeah. handed. It, it was like the hands I was about to lay out earlier. Um. <laughs> Yo, okay. That's another story, though. One, yeah, one day we'll talk about that story. Yeah. But um, just, 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 just fast forwarding through, um, Tormund and the Flaming Sword can, clan show up. Um, they say they little pieces. Creeper explain ass Tormund. Um, right. They explain the Umbers are now fighting for the Night King. <laughs> classic. Cla- hashtag. That was actually a classic fucking line. I, hashtag. Yeah, I love it. Fighting for the Night King. I'm just right, mad. Right. I'm mad that John was like, "What's up with the Umbers?" And um, Tormund. I mean, no. Beric Dondarrion was literally like, um, they're fighting for the Night King now. Yeah. Like, he was just like, <laughs> it, was, it was mad casual. It was mad casual. Like, yo, we lost them, bruh. Niggas die every day. No, 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 no. <laughs> he wasn't like, they're dead. He's like, oh, no. They're literally fighting against us now. So, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So, we get through that, and then we finally fucking see Ghost. We've been looking for yeah, this literally. Nigga. So, like, I was like, wait, I thought Ghost was dead. And it's because, you know, you like you, you hear and see things on Twitter. And I had thought that those rumblings about it literally just being budget cuts that kept them from having Ghost be a bigger part of the show it just wasn't the case. But Porsche was like, oh, no, that's Ghost. I'm like, well, what? Every, no, every, everyone gets a heroic comeback except for Ghost. Ghost is just up. <laughs> Where's oh, his Ghost, reunion? He's just been chilling. Yeah. Right. Where's his reunion I'm, with someone? It would have been messed up if they didn't show Ghost. But also, just, and this is as an aside, I feel like they've always been inconsistent with these direwolves in terms of the graphics or the design. Like, I thought direwolves were supposed to be like these huge, huge yes. deer-looking yeah. yes. motherfuckers. And I know they were trying to do a death procession thing by having Ghost in the background, but he looked like a, a, a dog. Husky. Yeah. And I was just like, what's happening? Like, I I don't know. I was just a little annoyed by that. Again, that's a personal thing, but I was annoyed by it. Every time they do that, I'm annoyed. I think that the last time we saw a direwolf look like an actual direwolf was when um, Arya met Nymeria last season. Mm. That was yes. the last time we saw an actually yes. like full size direwolf. Is she dead image. now, Nymeria? No, she's, she's out, out there running somewhere. In the wild. Yeah. Like, fuck she that. has a whole fuck herd. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 She, she has her own kids now. Yeah. She's chilling. Yeah. Got my own problems to deal with. Yeah. Um, and like Ben Amin said, you know, everybody's talking about their plans for the future. If they make it, again, Miss Sande and Grey Worm going to Jamaica, all that. Um, <laughs> Sam, <laughs> Sam. That's so sincere. <laughs> yeah. Like, whatever, dude. But I, want, um, I do want to see Nath. Y'all making me feel bad. It ain't, yeah, yeah. Oh, it ain't happening, bro. Yeah. It ain't happening. It ain't happening. It ain't happening. What is happening is Samwell running down his list of crimes like he's Scarface. 
I thought that was pretty cute. Uh, he really thought he he he's he. I just think that I know me. I've always played Samuel to the left from the beginning of time, and him now trying to basically say, "Look, I do all these things, and I'm worthy, and I have a reason to be here." So he's really trying to put himself in the mix. But again, once again, what you guys are saying is just kind of more of the same. Mm. So I did at this point in the episode, I did get like, "Okay, let's move on and get yeah. some more action going." Yeah, I really hope he doesn't die. I'm tired. Can we just go to the episode where everyone dies? I want the go. I want like I want the dragons. To meet, I want the, the dragons have to meet Ghost. They have to have like a, a little animal stare down. They all have to like glare at each other. I want to see night because there's like a uh, clip again. They could be faking me out, but in the clip um, of the promo for the season, it seems like there's like nine like Nymeria and other wolves oh. are like in the like crowd of stampede of horses going. And I'm like, I'm I want to see them. Wolves. No, it. no, what, what I want to see this? it. What is this? No, yeah. Nymeria is gone. Like what? Well, no. <laughs> she's like Let's she's not. Never. No, never she's not trying never. to be like reawoken as a dead thing. She's like, let me fight. I ain't trying to. Mm-mm. No, no. She can bounce. She's a wolf. Where's she going? There's other places. She ain't going up. She can't go that far. She cannot go that far. They need living animals to survive. It's their fight, too. It's their fight, too. Just like, give me If them wolves show up in the battle of Winterfell and start battling, I will fucking, yo. But Ben, I mean, mean, why wouldn't they? They they are tied, they are tethered to the Starks. So why wouldn't they? Yeah. Yeah, and they would do a dumbass thing like that, just Mm -hmm. like the Starks, yeah. Uh, yeah, them wolves watch Nymeria show up off. like the black Voltron line with two little dragon blades, trying dragon glass blades on either side of a mouth. <laughs> Damn. Run, running Damn. through wolves. Yeah. <laughs> Are you on the back? Like, <laughs> 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 you just see mad droids just falling. <laughs> this wolf just popped through the whole ranks. That's yeah, hilarious. Honestly, like on the Marmart do that too. Yes. She's short. Yes. yes. Listen, listen. Oh. These, oh, wow. two, these past two episodes, I will say it again, they have been boring. You will win me back if you give these not if you give these wolves dragon glass and they start fucking up. No, if, you, and if you give Liana Mormont some dragon glass and she starts fucking people up, no, you, you know, will straight she's up. She's gonna me get back. like right. she's gonna get like five kills in, and then she's gonna die. Yeah, she's yeah. gonna die. You know this little girl. She's is gonna, gonna die get stabbed the and then she's gonna keep fighting. She's gonna yes. she's gonna kill another white as she's dying. And it's gonna right. be cool. Wait, wait. So y'all telling me that like Tormund and his Cambodian giant's milk is not going to win y'all back? Nope. No, thank That's you. That's not enough? No. 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 That whole scene around the fire. <laughs> it was a little... Him sniffing weird. around Brienne was funny for like five minutes at the beginning when it first started. And now it's like, bro, leave her alone. He's yeah. a creeper. He's a creep. Like, yeah. and also, always remember this. None of these people bathe regularly. <laughs> <laughs> None of them. And Brienne is like, like literally, when Brienne, when uh, Tormund comes in the room, Brienne smelled him before she saw him. She's like, oh, Lord, yeah, this is. one. The one that smelled like milk. Mm. No. Not milk. Just when you think you're safe. He's smelling a little ripe. Um, <laughs> yeah, so yeah, we, we get this scene again where, you know, they're, they're having their thing. She, uh, Oh, Jamie Knight's Brienne, uh, and yes, it's so beautiful, uh, and everything she's always wanted, and blah blah blah. blah. No, it wasn't. No, no. Like, like I'm said, happy listen, for her, and that's the end of that. We're ha- right. That's what I'm saying. I'm just trying to get through it. We're happy yeah, for but, her. But that, let me Whatever. just say, like we said on you know Castle Black Pod Twitter, like that that wasn't the sword she wanted to kneel in front of. You know, like ben! look, it's her last night on earth. 
You know what I mean? Whenever really Jamie pulled out his sword, really she Brienne was like, that's that? not the sword I was looking for. Yeah, yeah like, so, make my dreams come Bri- true. Do you think Brienne wants to wow. get with Jamie? Yes. yes. No. Yes. No. 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 Yes. I'm with Charles. No. 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 Brienne is into Jamie. No, she's not. She's into him. Hard body. She's into him. She wants to see what he can do with that golden hand. Wait, she's into him, but not... To where Ben's talking about, she wants that other sword. No, she's into him, but I think she realizes that there is a fucking war coming, and they don't have time to be playing around with swords and shit. They got to go. Yes, but if there wasn't a fucking war coming, and she had time, Mm. correct, she would be doing it. Guess what? Don't nobody have time for that. And I don't think Brienne is. Well, that's Arya. Okay, Arya don't give a fuck about shit. Okay. Arya do what she wants to do, but we, I don't think Brienne's thinking about no damn sex right now. We can't get Brienne. Brienne can't get some big woman loving. Yes, but we can get some not big woman loving. But what I'm saying priority. is, this show won't give us big woman loving, but it'll give us child oh, porn. Basically. Oh, we're gonna get there. <laughs> I thought we were already there. Right? You know? Aren't we? Yeah. All right. Well, we're there. No, we okay. Yeah, we're there. We're All right, there. We're there. No, Arya wait, no, wait. and Gendry get it on. Wait, Portia. See. How old is Arya and Gendry? <laughs> Irrelevant. Arya. No, it's relevant. Isn't she like? Did you say child porn? Like How old are they? In the books. Yeah, but no. The girl is twelve when it's all starts. Uh huh. So if we count she time, she got to be eighteen by now. She maybe in the show she's eighteen. Yeah. In the books, they probably still span like two to three years. So she's probably like fifteen. Yeah. No, that's okay. All right. But yeah. How old is? Okay. How old is Gendry? It's a grown ass man. He look like a grown ass. Okay, he really how does. It, how are they supposed to be? And I'm calling them by their characters' names on purpose because I want to know. I thought this was the weirdest, most kind of kind of creepy crawly scene because I, regardless of how old she's supposed to be on paper, or how, she presents as a young girl. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I I was a little taken aback by this scene between her uh, and him and also the fact that she I, again I'm not even 100% sure that was her body because they could again CG is a thing but for them to show her generally fully naked was a little weird to me yeah we were saying here Charles was saying especially like how no one wanted to see naked Macy no wow no we were all just like oh well that's not what I wanted to see today no no can we just kill people? I really <laughs> can we move on from that part? That, uh, and I, the worst part is, we're, I know throughout this whole week, I'm going to live through all the memes about it, mm-hmm. and it's just to be so gross every time. And I'm going to throw up in my mouth. To every be time. fair, uh, Maisie yeah. Williams is 22, and Jack Dempsey, who plays Gendry, is 31. So we got yeah. that's a real creep factor. That that's like, the thing. That's it's, legit. it's like yeah. it's like reason why we feel that like way. legal, yeah. But if like we're all around 30, yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sorry, Way, I, but like, if 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 if, if y'all say like, I ain't hit on a twenty-two-year-old. No, no, like, oh no, 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 oh, no. no good no, sir, no. But like, she no, says, like, no, good sir. The whole like, we're all gonna die. That just also kind of felt like it isn't necessarily the kind of thing that Arya would say. Yes. Um, like, I. There's so much about like Arya's <laughs> interior life we don't know that isn't associated with like her training and like preparing to kill people. So who are we to say whether or not she hasn't been thinking about sex? But we don't I know. Don't she know. Won that part. I just don't. <laughs> I don't want to know. I, 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 I understand. I don't want to know. I don't mind a teenage girl living her sexuality and yeah. deciding that yeah. she's. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. and legit, like. I like that is a real mindset to be like I've not had sex before yeah. I could die tomorrow yeah. let me just 
knock this out. Yeah. And I'm with you. Yeah. But I really just didn't want to see it. True, no. true, 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 true. No. Yeah. No. Moving on, what please. I, yeah, what I do, yeah, right. What I do like seeing is seeing Jorah take like his 568 L. Like just <laughs> throughout the series, he just keeps taking L's. You know, he has this little conversation with his cousin, Liana. Liana's like, look, I'm going to do whatever the fuck I want to do. I'm going to fight, take this L. But then he finally gets the W when Samuel hands him Heartsbane. And we and, said this last week. Yeah. Yeah, we said this last week that Sam was to find somebody else to represent his family because he can't yeah. do it himself. Mm. Right. But he so, put up that big old fuss. Oh, I took out the first White Walker. Yeah. Oh, well, he put all this fuss up. And here's my sword. And, yeah, just take it. <laughs> I feel like you could do better than me. Stop. He has well, a family to take boo. care of. Boo. Fight. And fight, then, dog. no, no, no. I'm fine. I'm like, if he's going to fight, fight. Yeah. Don't sit over here telling me about how you're the original white killer. Yeah. And then you're listen, over here listen. talking over here. He said, nah. y'all not about to call me no punk. But I will be in the crib. <laughs> if you need me, I will be with my books and my woman and my child. My man is the wrong. Legit in the inner sanctum. Yeah, yeah. Is there is there like book significance with um, Samuel giving him heartsbane? No, none of this shit. No. At this point, none of this. None of this. I mean, we in, we in the end game now. There ain't no books. I mean, <laughs> no, 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 no. I know. I'm just saying. Was there any? I'm just curious. No, is there any other history? There are behind no us? ties between the Tarleys and the Mormons. There's nothing. I'm just like. So what's the point? What is what is it? Except for like uh, one thing I did note was that his that family sword is, is a long sword. Oh yeah, we all know it's Valerian. Did, still, so, is still Valerian, Valerian does Valerian still also kill white workers? Yeah yeah yeah. It's the main thing. Gotcha, it's gotcha. the strongest thing. Because you were talking about the strength of obsidian slash dragon glass yeah. against. Yeah yeah yeah. So Valerian is the best because um, as you saw in um, Hard Home uh-huh. when John ran through like one of the main ones, like yeah. one of the higher White Walkers. Right right right. He took him went through him with a Valerian and steel and just knock, knock him out. Gotcha, so the gotcha, Night King gotcha. is going to be taken out by Valerian steel right, if he goes out at right, all. Right, right, right. Okay. Um, mm, okay. So that, but that that great sword of the Tarleys is really, really long mm. and I, th- I thought it was significant that it's like about the same length of ice mm-hmm. which was the Stark mm. sword before it was melted down by the Lannisters. So that was the only thing I thought was significant was that they were like similar shape, similar size. That's interesting. And it's back in the, it's at the north now where ice used to be. All right. Um, and then, you know, we start rounding out to the end of the episode where you see Danny and John in the crypt. And I, I have some thoughts about this, but he basically tells a story of his, what, mother? His yeah. mother, yeah. Um, Liana Stark and drops the fucking bomb on Danny that he's Aegon Targaryen. My question is, who does this right before a war is supposed to start and everyone needs to be as unified and focused as possible? A man, Why would you a, drop us. this type of news on your ally, I, a slash lover, slash all this other stuff? Slash aunt. Ned starts dumbass kids. TM, oh, Tara, like Tatiana King. <laughs> Thank you. Like, I just, like, I just, the timing, I just didn't understand that. I have a theory <laughs> that this man's an idiot. <laughs> I, my theory is that um, if one of them doesn't die in this battle, one of them is going to fall down. And I feel like it's going to show, they're going to use this to show whether or not Daenerys has the juice to like give it all up for the kingdom for and for John. Mm. So mm. I feel like it's going to come down to that. I think it's, I think it's like a type of like, okay, 
this if this tests her loyalty like now that she knows this is going on with him like is she gonna like let things just fall as they are or will she actually like sacrifice herself mm-hmm. I think it's gonna come down to that in a battle maybe 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 Again, I I really thought that this was another. Oh, you need to get this out of the way, and so let's just kind of jam it in there. Because to but your now, point, like it doesn't. I couldn't do that shit. Episode one. Right. That's it. Doesn't. And it would have made it would have made uh, John running away from Danny in that first scene after she was looking for his support make more sense. It's like, uh huh, you're my aunt. Don't want to talk to you right now. Goodbye. You know him <laughs> yes. trying to. You know him trying to. It would have it, it would have been more interesting to see him trying to hide from her in Winterfell, as small as it is, and then for them to come together again in the crypt not for it to be a revelation but for them to have some kind of alright who knows and then he's like well it's just Sam and then she pulls out a dagger and she stabs him and then that's how the episode ends I don't <laughs> I feel like we're all I was with you I was with you Sam gonna finish the <laughs> I mean I like that you mean no my you thing mean, is that wait, I, think, no, I was like oh he's just Sam right? though that's yes. the best part it's just Sam <laughs> you, you mean you Scarface Harley me. okay <laughs> not Sam West Scarface Danny's um, up on top with her like um you want some of this? You want some of this? Come with me. Come with me. You want some of this? And then Sam just walks up behind like Starface and shoots her. <laughs> she falls down into the pit. His hands up. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Oh god. So with the sunglasses the F- and everything. Like dragon glass yes. sunglasses. <laughs> So the episode ends um, with them sounding the alarm (laughs) that the episode ends with them sounding the alarm that the White Walkers have basically approached or they're (sighs) on their approach. They are visible. And the next episode is going to be the 89 minute long battle. Big battle. Yeah. Which I think that weirdly enough, the pacing of the beginning of this season has me unsure of whether or not to be excited about this. Me too. It's like, ooh, it's going to be the longest battle. So is it just, it's just going to be like, a long be battle. Like, is it just going to be like poke, 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 Right. Poke. I'm sure it'll be glorious and there'll be people fighting and shit. And if that's your thing, that'll do it for you. But is it just going to be that and then cutting back to like Sam in the crypt, like talking yeah. to Gilly and Gilly talking to children. like And, I, and Varys. Yeah. yeah. And, then, and then like, oh, there'll be a thing with the dragon and the dragons will spin around. The concept of like a long battle does not excite me especially the, after these I feel like before these episodes I was excited about on, it right it feel like the, oh God, can you imagine the, right. the season that started with the big battle yes right and then it's like well no let me not even but I just right we're suppo- presumably this is going to be the battle where a lot of people die and then we'll be at what we halfway through the season and then I don't logistically see how the series moves away from Winterfell after the battle because that would mean that either you've killed all of the White Walkers, right? Because it probably wouldn't just let you run away. Right. Or you've died. All the humans have died. And it's like, oh, right. that's probably not going to be the case. We've still got three more episodes. So what is exactly supposed to supposed happen? To happen. That's and why one me, of the theories let offer, is... Mm-hmm. Let me offer a slight correction. It's 82 minutes, not 89 minutes, but the episode three will be 82 minutes. Gotcha, long. gotcha. Well, that's why one of the theories is that the Night King is not actually with the big battle of like the White Walkers is supposed okay. to happen at Winterfell. He's actually flying to King's Landing oh. right now while they're battling Winterfell. He's at King's Landing and he's going to lay siege there. I like this. And bring up an army from there. And if that ends up being how Cersei dies because she couldn't get she it together and just sit, then you're right because you played your fucking self. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, can you imagine if he brings Cersei back? <laughs> 
You left this. <laughs> Jamie will have more of those moments where he's like standing there looking like, we, I brought you a present. <laughs> Jamie's had way too many dumbfounded moments this season for that. This boy. whole episode, that's all he did yeah. with that dumb face. Oh. oh. Um, the, the, um, Jamie's face this episode was like, uh, please hope this works out. Like, you know, my head to yeah. be on a pike. Just closing out, you know, just some lingering questions. How exactly are they supposed to fight the Syrian? I know they got Drogon and, and Rhaegal, but Rhaegal, I think, is not as big as the Syrian. Maybe they're the same size. Drogon's Drogon, obviously, the is the one. biggest. Drogon's but is the he, biggest. Is the, are they really, is he going to be able to take on the Syrian toe-to-toe? This is not... This is not regular ass Viserion. This is undead Viserion with, you know. I honestly don't. I honestly don't think we're going to see a dragon battle yet. Yeah. I think they're going to prolong oh. a single dragon battle. I don't break. Jesus. I just That's feel what I want. In 82 minutes, we ain't going to get no dragons I don't think we're going to get it in Winterfell. Might see, You're going to have to see them dragons burn something. I think They're going to burn we're gonna see the. I think we're going to see Daenerys' dragons take out a chunk of the Night King's army. But yeah. if this theory about the Night King flying south to King's Landing makes sense, then the Night King's like accounted right. for that and says, you can yeah. have these soldiers. I'll come back with however with, uh, many with they have down more. there. And you'll think that you're safe, but you're not. Right, yeah. right, right. They put dragon glass in everything. They put dragon glass in the weapons, in the walls, in the floor, in the meat pot everywhere. <laughs> is this really going to save them in the end? It'll slow them down. I want a dragon glass bomb. Yeah. I already said that I feel like my prediction for the Battle of Winterfell is that the Night King is there and that he serves them viciously and pretty <laughs> much everybody takes an L and a lot of people die and their survivors are forced to flee south. But, to what, do they, but what do they do then? Is it is the rest of the season just them running until they die? No, right. they run until they get to King's Landing. And then what happens, like, what open, happens there? Open them with arms no. to take them in. Then no. how do they win? Well, the Night King is on that ass the whole way. And then they, they have to fight? go through the twins <laughs> where the freaking Fraser, the Fraser, you know what I mean? They have a whole journey to get down to King's It's yeah. not like they're just like, it's not so like every road. so they have to keep stopping. They stop at the phrase, more of them die because of the night White Walkers. Okay, well, now we're down to where the Tullys are. beating the White Walkers at you know, here. I can't see that either. I don't, I get, I'm, I literally, I feel like it's gonna be, we're not gonna get what we want. We're not gonna see a dragon battle. I just feel it in my bones. I think it's just gonna be gonna a long a battle, battle between humans and whites yep. and it's actually gonna be more boring than we're, than we've been led to believe. And just, I'm gonna be really sad. Yeah. yeah. It might, but then I, something really interesting might Y'all are really making me happen. upset. Yeah, I was hoping. It's not our fault. The first two episodes have not portended well. The first well. one was my joint. Mm. Then the second, but the second one kind of, in retrospect, downgraded the first one. Because it was like, damn, I could have, you know, y'all could have just smashed that together. And yeah. <laughs> Are there any other. Is Melisandre dead? She no, said she'll be back. I don't know where the fuck she is. She said she'll be back. Um, yeah. She left after Dragonstone yeah. and she said, um, I um, must die in these lands. I think just it was. Like you, was it da- no, no, no. Yeah, it was Varys. Yeah. Varys um, was talking to her and she said she's fated to die there. So okay. she said she'll be back. Yeah, just like you, Varys. She's right. Varys too. Uh, but I, know, like, I don't, you know, Varys could be a wizened old man and die there, you yeah. know? I'm just going to figure out like, she's going to die soon. What other mm. pitch hitters do the living still have on their side that could make a. No, I mean, like, what what is could the Lord of Light be like? All right, y'all, time for a miracle, and like we'll give you we'll give you something to fight the Zeus. Right, because like, they've only got the two dragons, and like the humans don't really have their shit together. And the dragons are weak and unfed and cold, so it's like they're only gonna be able to do but so much. I just I I like not being able to accurately read what's gonna happen, but at the same time, it kind of feels like. It's not going to be that great. Yeah. Like, I don't yeah. want to build it up. I don't want to build it up in theory to be something greater than it's actually right. going to be right, and right, then right. therefore right. disappoint myself. Yeah. So yeah. I'm just like. I mean, 
yeah, that's smart because literally every character has said we're gonna die. So uh. I mean, if they believe it, maybe I should believe it too. Uh, that said, we have wrapped up this episode of Castle Black. Thank you guys again so much for listening to us. We see your tweets, we see your emails, and all the support you've given us. It means so much. Please make sure that you are subscribed to For All Nerds on all platforms where you listen to your podcast. That is the only way you'll be able to listen to Castle Black For All Nerds. In addition, if you like what you hear and you want to support us financially, please hit up our Patreon. That's patreon.com slash For All Nerds. And if you would like to talk to us more about Game of Thrones, or anything in an, in general, you can talk to us on the Twitters. I am at Tatiana King. I am at Portia underscore Avdi. I am at DJ Benamin. I am at Charles Pulliam. And we still haven't come up with the names for our listeners. The Crows, the Little Crows. We gotta talk about that. We, like what, like what I call them, John's nickname from Tormund, Little Crows. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> that means not feeling it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I've, I've gone over to the side of fan fam. Uh, you know, I'm down with that for the fall wow. nerds fam. But yeah, little crows. I. I mean, it is Tassel Black. But what is that? Email us, you guys. Contact at 4onnerds.com. Pro Negros. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. He did it, y'all. Stupid. (laughs) 